Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joining me in the studio, it's said before the bogeyman goes to sleep, he checks under his bed. It's for my co-host, you know him, it's Mr. Taylor. Oh yeah, yeah I like a little bogeyman. I like, I like to distract him at night. He's, he, do you know what, he's a scary dude. He is. He's Taylor, yeah. not the bogeyman. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back new listeners and repeat offenders and thank you for joining us for another episode. Yes, very welcome. Of the welcome show. Everybody. This week, we've got an interesting topic. We're going to be oh, deep yeah. diving into um, UFO uh, disclosure. Oh, and this week yeah. we're going to be talking about high-ranking officials slash whistleblowers yeah. who've spoken out regarding, um, you know, government cover alien ups. UFO cover-ups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting stuff. Oh, yeah, by far, yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on. We've got a lot going on in the show uh, from NASA News yeah. and other bits and pieces. Uh, but... Yeah. Has anything uh, happened for you this week? Has anything, uh, you know, cheered you up at all? Or uh, what have you been up to? No, not a lot, to be honest. Just uh, investigating and research. Investigating this. Yeah, yeah. Yourself, have you been up to out? Doing some general investigation. Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, I've had (laughs) had a bit of fucking Xboxes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I'm trying to sort of my Xbox out. Yeah. yeah. Right. For some reason, it won't read me discs. Oh, yeah, right. right. And I've not used the disc for ages, but it was a game of fancy playing, and I thought, yeah. you know what? I'll pop that in. Yeah. And it went, no, unable to read your disc. Yeah. No. So it says your disc's broke. So I thought, nah, it can't be. So we've ended up checking all the discs, mm. and none of them work. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Your play is fucking up. Right. Well, whatever you do, yeah, is a bit of advice is mm. don't try and take the thing apart. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It won't end well. Yeah, right? yeah. Unless you know what you're doing. Unless you know what you're doing, right? Or at least look on YouTube before I had a look. I had a lucky escape. Yeah, well, let's put it that way. But don't don't attempt it if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, because you I might mean, just fuck and it right And it still didn't fix the problem. It didn't, so, you so know you, what I mean? you, you're in a, a, a sticky situation there yeah, now. Well, then, it wasn't, so. actually. I'm in the same situation I was in from the start, well, which at this drive don't work. But well, it didn't yeah. cheer me up. No. But, like, you know, it was just like, it was kind of like... Um, Got your head No, no, it was like, do you know, comedy and tragedy? Yeah. It was kind of like that. <laughs> do you know okay. what I mean? You have to find the funny side in these things. Yeah. Uh, I did see this, actually, that did cheer me up. And oh, it was right. a story, like, uh, you know, the, uh, of somebody else going out of the way to cheer somebody else up. Oh, that's nice. And I thought it was nice. And it was, and it was somebody you wouldn't even expect. Oh, yeah. Punk rocker Johnny Rotten. Oh right, oh, yeah, right. So What's do you know? The, so do you know the TV show The Masked Singer? Yeah. Right. Well, apparently his mum's a big fan. Oh. Yeah, and the former frontman of the Sex Pistols basically yeah. um, surprised her. Yeah. By going on the show The Masked Singer. Oh right. And basically, so like nobody knew who he was. He yeah, was under well, a mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then obviously it was. It must have been a good, nice surprise Made for sure his mum. And he yeah. did it for his mum because she's battling Alzheimer's. Yeah. And I just thought it was such a nice, nice story. And obviously, yeah. you know, punk, punk rockers back in the day got a reputation. That's and, true. you know, it goes to show yeah. that, the, you know... People can change. Well, it's not even that. They could change. They're probably just lovely people all around anyway. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Or should I say uh, uh, people's opinions had changed. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, yeah. So that cheered me up and well done, Johnny Rotten. Because, you know nice, what I mean? Yeah, not man, only nice did you make a good uh, good couple of albums there, you're doing some... Yeah. You're you good do. old mum as well. Yeah, that's it. So... Probably haven't been busy for a while. 
Um, other things this week, obviously, we're um, on Redwall Radio. We are indeed. Uh, every week now yes. from, I think I think it is Thursdays, but I think it we're play, being played on a Sunday as well. But I might be wrong. We'll have to check good. with that. Yeah, <laughs> might have to yeah. check into that. Yes. But I did notice we were on on a Sunday one day last week. Uh, but, but as I know it, yeah, we're on at 9 p.m. Every Thursday. That's a defo. Yeah, and that is a defo, I think. Yeah. Um, I will send a link or drop a link in random places throughout. If yeah. you've not checked them out, they play a good selection of music do, as indeed. well yeah. as uh, some good radio uh, personalities. People like us, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what more can you ask for? Well, obviously, some more of us, because we were put on there twice. Exactly. Well, <laughs> if you like us as much as them, you can go over to Patreon yeah. and uh, sign up. There's plenty of tiers to choose from, Definitely. from Agent, Special Agent, and Top Secret. Oh, Beyond Top, top secret. secret, yeah. And um, that kind of gets you some perks, I it suppose. It does indeed, yeah. Some little bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, and it helps us out to it develop really the show and make it that bit better for yeah. you guys. We always want to stride on so we can get uh, stride better quality on. for you lot. Well... There you go. Yeah. Um, well, just before we move on with the show, yeah. uh, quick little interlude, mm. um, just to say that this episode is brought to you in part by Audible. It is. Well, Audible um, are offering a trial offer, and it's a great way for new customers to yeah. try audiobooks yeah. and make the most of every moment. Oh, yeah. What you get with your trial is you get, if you're a prime customer as well, mm. you all you get two free tokens, oh. which means you can get fr- two free audiobooks. Oh, nice. So if you go on... If you listen to podcasts and, you know, obviously you're listening to stuff on the go or on your commute. Yeah. This is another good thing for entertainment. Yeah. Do you know uh, what work I mean? Work some da- uh, day or something like that. Or I'm currently listening to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which is oh, Hunter right. S. Thompson, which is really cool. And I got that on a token. Oh, that's good. Um, it, basically, you can choose one free audiobook every month to keep. Hey. If you continue with the tri- continue with the um, you know subscription, yeah, uh, but pricey. you get thirty days free trial, which obviously, if you're a Prime member, you get two. Um, if you're not, you get one. Yeah, uh, so. but subscription is seven ninety nine per month afterwards. Uh, but you can cancel any time. Um, they've got a great selection yeah. from like um, downloadable audiobooks to listen to from the world's bestsellers, learning uh, stuff. original series, yeah. and more. Yeah, um, they've got sci fi. Fantasy. Old, new. All sorts, really. Yeah. They've got a lot of conspiracy books and stuff yeah. about space and the moon and oh, stuff like that. Oh, that'd be good. So yeah. Maybe we'll you could tell link. us something a bit, uh, a bit more about it. Yeah, well, we'll post you a link and, um, yeah, get signing up. It's um, it's pretty decent, actually, for what you get. Yeah, and yeah, like it's definitely say, quality for the uh, for what you get. You can cancel any time. Yeah, and you're, so getting, you know. you're getting something for free as well. And there you, you don't even have to pay later on you don't, if well, you didn't want to stay. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. And do you know what? Every time I cancel my free trial, yeah. they just offer me another free trial about 10 minutes later. So Did they? You know, oh, yeah. bang, I'd get all my like, book collection please. through that. Yeah. Well, I have built up a nice little collection of books hey, from just and the. And you know, can too. And you can too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Get get signing up. Yeah. Well, we talk. We said we're going to be talking about um, high-ranking military officials, not oh, only military yeah. officials, but like you know, big high ups, government yeah. figures. Yeah. You know, in important presidents. Places. Yes, there was a lot of presidents at one point. We're going to be talking and taking a peek at some of the most high-ranking officials who've whistleblown and spoken out regarding uh, government alien UFO yeah. disclosure yeah. and cover-ups. Um, after years of deception and lies and covering up. And we all know it. You know, by why do seemingly credible people feel the need to confess 
regarding alien the alien debate do you know what i mean in yeah. the first the first case we're going to be talking about is a man who won't even identify himself as no. kind of like in in his name yeah uh, but he does say he's a former CIA agent. Yeah. Wishes to remain anonymous, but he, he came clean um, about in his involvement in a huge alien cover-up during his time working for the CIA. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he, he, he's actually one of the ones who, in uh, the past, I was looking for because he did a job the president later on but the thing is he, d he doesn't identify himself um you know name wise so I've, it's very difficult to kind of corroborate what he's saying this is the reason why is because um he 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 basically he went through a program of he joined the army when he left school he'd gone on to uh, radio and photographic communications and uh, uh, uh checking out photos and that and then um Training, uh, basically he went off training to another course. There was only five trainers, three of them were leaving. So he was offered the, uh, the job there. The day he started the job, the very next day, his boss, who was the uh, director of the CIA, um, come over him, to him and said, do you fancy uh, doing another job? And basically he went and visited um, uh, President uh, Eisenhower. So yeah, yeah. So um, in in the video, he claims to have worked for like several U.S. Army um, areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says he worked for the CIA. He worked for yeah. the U.S. Air Force on Project Blue Book. Yes, yeah. That's uh, right. One of the USAF official studies on UFOs. Yeah. And um, he refers to the projects partially as a fraud, and asks for clarification about it uh but he says that the blue book cases were completely fictitious yeah that uh, that's right uh there was a couple of more projects uh that was um doing the proper work which was uh project moon dust and blue fly blue fly went out there and collected the items looked and collected for the items and moon dust were the ones who uh, checked out and developed on from there Right, okay. So this chap who claims to be a CIA operative. Yeah. He like you were just saying there, he met up with Eisenhower, didn't he? Yeah, now Eisenhower yeah. we talked about last week and the fact that he was involved in the Valiant Thor. Yes. Um nineteen fifty eight he he was doing You know, this. he was quite uh I mean we'll go into because we we'll talk about Eisenhower in a bit because we've got a quote regarding his um you know belief in aliens oh, and yeah, what yeah. he he had to say about it yeah uh, but he was a firm believer in it all yeah i mean definitely. if he was to actually have met them that'd be like proof enough wouldn't it really oh yeah uh, but he's basically um met with eisenhower and he's been given this position he's been told that he's um had to go to nevada um to gather intel at area 51 yeah, because they wouldn't let him in. Basically, uh, they told the whoever was at Area Fifty One said that the government has no legal um, uh, no legal right to come in and uh, demand what they want. Okay, so what he's gone to Area Fifty One, but yeah. why would they let him in for a start if they've got no legal right to? You know, why would the president need to send somebody in to gather information? Is what I'm saying. Because uh, the the uh, president uh, instructed this man to turn round and at the gate tell him that if they don't let me uh, you in, that uh, the um, 
chief will send in the first army and we will force our way in. So they have to. But that's to what I'm saying. So, who was the person behind the door saying, no, you can't come in? Do you know well, what I mean? Yeah. To the president? Because it can't, if you think about it, it can't be the CIA. It was it, and well, because he's claiming to be he's claiming CIA. to be a CIA operative yeah, working yeah. for the president, and he's going to gather intel at Area Fifty One. And the director now, was along with him. He claims that he did actually gain entry, and yeah. whilst in there in one of the hangars, mm. um, he saw several alien spacecraft, right, yeah. including the craft that crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, a bit banged up, wasn't it? Then, him and his superiors were taken to S4 facility southwest of Area 51, yeah. where they observed live extraterrestrials. Yes, well, at first he was shown footage of uh, an actual uh, autopsy of one, and then his, um, uh, the director uh, was allowed to go in and speak to this alien, and he got the opportunity basically to be in the same room at the same time. I don't. So these kind of holes in this guy, right? I mean, yeah. the fa- I mean, if he is a CIA operative, then like you know, you'd think that a the president wouldn't be told no for a start. Yeah, yeah. he wouldn't be told that he can't come in, um, you know, or he can't get intel or whatever. Yeah, he's the commander in chief. Yeah, but look right? at it now. I mean, there are people over the Commander-in-Chief who can turn around and say to him, like, no, bugger off, you can't do it. And you can't even do it even uh, even more now than you could back then. So do you think it's like the Book of Secrets type thing where it's not even the President knows and then it's like... So in Independence Day when he was like, we've got an Area 51 yeah. and it's like, uh, it. yeah, kind of. Yeah, except for it's not the CIA who run it. So if it weren't the CIA who was running it, who was running it? Okay, That's what enough. got me thinking about uh, looking into this. The other hole I find in this guy, potentially going mm. by anonymous, yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, if we, if we were able to kind of get a name, we could corroborate whether he was in the CIA or not. Potentially, you could find documents with his signature on it, with a stamp or something. Yeah, but he suggests. had several different names, and he'd also been threatened uh, years afterwards. He'd been all very convenient, and I'm well, not saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, like say that he's not legit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's just... one of those, you know, when you're looking at it, and when you look You've down look the list, the yeah. when you look down the list of credible you know, names that are putting themselves forward in the yeah. debate. Oh, yeah. You know, you've got to kind of go, well, he, this guy, he, although his video is very compelling and, you know, like, you want to believe what he's saying, yeah. it's like you've got to look at it as a, you know, a logical sort of way, you know. And like I say, there's plenty of officials who have been in military and, you know, there's proof and record of them being there. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you've got even, to think he was on his deathbed at this time. Yeah, of course. And this is another thing. It's like how they... He had three You know, there's a lot of time. people who come out on the deathbed. Yeah. And, you know, confess all this. I mean, Still you've right. got to look yeah. at it. One, is he just got a really funny sense of humour? Well... Or is he... Does he actually... Is he telling the truth? Do you know? And it, it's yeah, like... Well, he must... To keep those secrets for that yeah. long, because I'm, I'm sure that... There's more than a disclosure agreement that you've got to sign when you work oh, no, for these, yeah. these people. He brought this up because um, this interview happened uh, in 2013. He had, uh, he had uh, three months to live. Uh, his kidneys were uh, uh, shutting down, basically. Uh, and his uh, right to speak come up uh, to uh, ended uh, 2010. But the thing is, I watched this guy at the time 
and uh, a couple of times afterwards as well, I've seen the interview. Actually, the interview was a lot longer than uh, the one that you can get hold of now. And there's things in it that um, that specify that maybe in uh, the last couple of years has come up and not come up beforehand in any kind of documentation or anyone coming forward and saying, well, yeah, I was there at that time doing this and that. And uh, is my... Uh, Credentials, basically saying, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I tell you, I'm. Well, don't forget. That I totally get where you're coming from. Threaten the family nowadays. You know I, mean, I mean, but when you come, when you're looking at, um, you know, people who were, what would you consider credible, um, you know, witnesses or yeah. kind of like uh, I testimonies? More evidence from him, but like, yeah, you can't I, get a bit more. You can't yeah. get better than a former president, can you? Really? No. So no. these two tonight. So yeah. John F. Kennedy. Oh yeah. Many people are convinced that John F. Kennedy was simply killed uh, because he, he wanted to kind of expose the alien um, cover-up. Well, he was supposed to have sent a letter ten days before his assassination to the CIA, uh, telling them that they he ordered him they had to give all the information out about it. But then at the same time, they had there was other things going on, like uh, with the mob and with uh, uh, the military and other kind of things as well. Okay, because there's a lot of people... I don't want to keep being the naysayer because there are a lot of people who believe those letters were forgeries. Yeah. So, you know, going from playing devil's advocate... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the theories claim, obviously, that, um, you know, um, Kennedy got information on the aliens in Area 51 uh, a few days before he died. Yeah. And um, together, more about the Russian space program as well. Um, yeah, because he was the president after Eisenhower, wasn't he? Um, so he he was directly the I next suppose, yeah, person. He was kind of taking that all charge. on, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, Eisenhower himself was one of the most popular sort of um, alien theorists in terms of presidents. Yeah, um, he was obsessed, if you like. Um, one of the first reports as well. Well, the, well, like uh, we said earlier, last week, I mean, he, he rather secretly met with aliens, yeah. uh, telepathically connected with them. Yeah. Um, you know, there was something going on there with Eisenhower and obviously the setup of Area 51. And he was supposed um, to be scared as well, apparently. He how was, do you mean, scared? Well, he, 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 was, he was scared of um, what was going to come if he didn't do the right decisions, make the right moves. I think, it, well, think about it in the position. Imagine you being the president of the world now and uh, UFOs land on the door. But years, because uh, this was like 58. It's a big responsibility to take Years beforehand, yeah, yeah. Um, we had uh, like Roswell, then we had like uh, the uh, uh, the real New York, uh, uh, the, not New York, sorry, Los Angeles, back with Los Angeles. Then we had in 1952, uh, where the White House was being buzzed with UFOs on a daily basis and the weekly, uh, it was getting more and more and then it went away. I mean, it, you know what I mean? He, he was in a high position. Yeah, I mean, like the, 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 oh, a lot sorry. of people say as well, do you know the speech on the military uh, military industrial complex yeah. was a, had a deeper warning? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, in yeah. terms of um, alien sort of activity and um, and I always thought, think he did as well, do you know... Um, Reagan, yeah, when he did his Star Wars uh, speech, oh yeah, you know when it's kind of like um, if you, um, yeah, it can be like you know another enemy or whatever, but it's like if you do think about it, it could mean out, you know, aliens or you know well, an invader it, of 
from an, of another sort. Well, yeah, well, he was another president who actually um, seen two UFOs, in fact. See, see, they've uh, all then. seen them, haven't they? So They I mean, reckon 33% of presidents have seen uh, or been close to uh, UFOs or aliens or whatever you want to call it. So you've got presidents, mm. but who else do you think, you know, military commanders or, do you know, like people yeah, who have... generals. High and, rankers yeah. who have been in contact with aliens, potentially. yeah astronauts oh yeah right definitely edgar mitchell who's a former astronaut became Mm. obsessed with ufos yeah yeah? and he claims that um ever since um he's basically seen an alien in person yeah yeah he says they totally exist and um he's basically originally became an astronaut because he was so obsessed about aliens Ah. himself from the start ah i like it so i like it He's basically um, said that there's definitely um, aliens out there. Yeah. Um, and he said that right. he claims that uh, the citizens of the town um, in Roswell were told that the government um, government to let it go. And yeah. they tried to basically, you know, cover it up. Yeah, well, it's the first major cover up, if, if you think about it. So, you know, he's had to kind of like live with that secret. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. For all yeah. that long, supposedly he managed to get uh, confirmation that alien spacecraft had crashed in Roswell. Well, imagine it on your conscience as well for that long. But then well. further inquiries were shut down. Of course. So you know they don't want you. Another to say astronaut, thing. Gordon Cooper. Ah, oh, the yes. late great Gordon. Um, Gordon Cooper, is yeah. it? Uh, yeah. So he was apparently uh, one of the first humans in space in the space program. That's right. Project Mercury, mm-hmm. and. Um, He's basically said, for many years, I'd lived with the secret, yeah? Yeah. And this was another deathbed confession. So yeah. he's basically said, um, for many well, years, I lived with the secret, imposed by all the special... Um, ba- imposed on all astronauts. Yep. Um, I can now reveal on this day that the US radar instruments captured objects um, of all forms um, and basically where they were unknown to them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, he felt that they needed to have top level clearance, you know, to even get yeah, a look at peak, it. Yeah. Um, they'd collect and analyze data from all over the earth concerning any type of encounter um, and how the best interface was in with, with these visitors mm. and um, to try and get a friendly, like, uh, yeah, sort of friend- meet up or yeah. a friendly sort of like. Um, you know, face-to-face, if you like. So he's basically saying that they were totally meeting up with aliens. They they knew about them. They were tracking them. They were getting thousands of different updates from loads of different areas on a daily basis. You had to have totally top top level clearance to even get privy to the data yeah well this is why uh, project blue book uh, ended up they had they've been forced basically because the public were talking about it so much that they were told that uh, for our defense alone for america's defense alone uh, you need to investigate it and that's the same subject as today because it's a defensive thing because if you don't know what they are that it, that's coming into your airspace picking up your people uh, you know, doing weird things, then, like, what's, what are you used for? You're, you're, you're not useful for me as a government. Let's change you. Yeah, there was um, a film about Gordon Cooper, uh, mm. The Right Stuff, 1983 movie, uh, starring Dennis Quaid 
as Cooper. Uh-huh. Uh, he actually had a number of UFO sightings during his military career. Ah, did he? Um, yeah, and, and he basically maintained right up until his death in 2004 that the US government had long um, been... Um, you know, hiding stuff, yeah. and it was a big UFO, co- large-scale UFO cover-up. Yeah. Um, in a letter to Ambassador Griff- Griffin um, to the United Nations in New um, in New York, dated the 9th of September, um, he wrote that you know he's lived with the secret all and all the rest of it. Yeah, all that quote spilt his guts. So, good lad. Go. Well, quite a lot of the people in Roswell um, uh, have done this on the deathbed. Have spoken out and said, "Well, Jesse was right about this, or he was right about that. I did see this. I didn't see that." Did you? Did you find any? I've got a couple more, but like, yeah, you I've know, got. But, so who who did you come across? Because I, I mean, there's several, isn't there? I mean, like, oh, there's. Lo- you know what? If you really look into it, there's loads of uh, people out there who are former um, military air. And uh, politicians, I mean, any But this is what I'm getting CIA. at. I mean, when, when, I mean, to be fair, that guy's video, like I said at the beginning, it's yeah. really compelling yeah. and it is put out there a lot. I've seen it a couple of times yeah. and I was like, you know, yeah, well, I believe you, but there's a couple of um, things that, you know, just red flag with me. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I but the, then when the you look into out. it and. If it sparks you off in looking into actual military officials and high-ranking, um, you know, government... Whistleblowers. Whistleblowers. Yeah. And it's not even whistleblowers. It's a case of Truth seekers. You're, as working for these government, um, you know, departments, yeah. m- needing to keep these secrets, yeah, yeah. for so long. Yeah. And if you've got a job for life with them, that's a long time to keep a secret. Oh, yeah, you know, especially if you know something. You know, to clear your conscience, wouldn't it make sense that, you know, after so many years, you'd be like, do you know what? I'm sick of lying about this. I've seen something that nobody else is going to ever seen, and I can't just hide the fact, knowing that everybody wants answers about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, on one hand, you could be considered like, oh, you know, fruitcake or whatever, but it, this, what make, this is what makes it more, cements it more for me, because mm. it's like, why would... Somebody who's had a great career in the military, yeah. you know, they've rose to a rank yeah. where it's colonel or, you know, we've uh, general yeah. or whatever, Plenty you know, and then or even had a political career after the your, your service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, why you'd put your reputation on the line in front of your colleagues and your peers to, to, to say something so wild and kind of something that's going to ruin your reputation, basically, yeah. Yeah. right? You know, they must believe what they they seen and what they're, they're saying is true. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it does lend more credibility to it than the guy who wouldn't even give his name. And now we understand that he might want to give his name, but if he was on his deathbed, yeah, why would you need to hide that information? Well, because of family. This the, is the, the thing. It's not the mafia. No, we're not talking well, about the Sopranos. Then it's like you know, no, but come after is, your family. Well, this is the thing that uh, if they can't get at you, if I was, if I, I but they don't need to get at him because he's on his deathbed. That's yeah. the difference. But it's when like, you're on your deathbed, like you're willing to say away. anything. If you told all my dirty secrets, then you know I won't be very happy. And to make you, su- well, to make you even think to make you suffer. I'm going to touch your family when you, if you speak out about this. I mean, look at the way Men in Black. Look at the amount of people who have been threatened, like in Roswell, you know, knocking the door. Right, well, if you say something, there's plenty of desert here, mate. You're gone. You know what I mean? Pl- plain and simple and said. 
And if you think I'm joking, you know, say it, Fair you know enough. what I mean? And there is plenty of evidence that people have gone disappearing, you know, Wells looking into uh, this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, like, there's, there's quite a few. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago when, like, there was a list of, like, ufologists who were dying it left, right and centre. It was like, yeah, yeah, then there was weird dying, not just, you know, straight. Some suicides weren't suicides. Some, you know, strange things like oil coming out the mouth and shit like that uh, 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 as they're just about to drop uh, the big, big bomb on summit. Uh, these kind of things uh, happen. And so it, it came to put, like, I think they are going to do it if you, you know, open your gob because it's worse Fair for them play. than it is I mean, for you. Well, is it the government or is it the aliens? Well, the agency, oh. whoever's uh, taken charge of it, because I still now, because of this, like, don't believe that the CIA were the ones solely responsible. Well, this is it. It was like, you know, with, the before send it, send, with Eisenhower sending CIA. This is it. If he's he's been sent by Eisenhower to go to the door, then, Eisen, you know, Eisenhower being... The UFO guy who's in on it, yeah, yeah, would have had access. It's not like that where in Independence Day, then in that case where it's like you know he was out in the dark up until he needed to know. It was a need to know situation, and he yeah, was informed. But, then, but you've got to consider this as well. Uh, uh, President, uh, ex-President Bush, senior, he had a lot of information. He was only in as a CIA director for I think two years. And from there on, oh, yeah. he so, had a so lot of... He's privileged to meet the aliens, but he can't go to Area 51. That's off limits. And don't forget, uh, CIA, uh, National Security uh, cover-up, uh, what they use, and uh, Majestic were done after uh, uh, Roswell, which was 47. So it looks like there may have been a couple of teams beforehand, okay. uh, or a group okay, beforehand, okay. which was actually running. Uh, Majestic of Area 51. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, you'd have to have some sort of um, man in charge, I suppose. Yeah, well, you've got another whistleblower, you've got another uh, General Stephen Lovkin. I love Esquire. him. Lovkin. I don't know why they put a square at the end. Because uh, he's an Esquire. Well, yeah, he must be. Uh, but he was uh, brought in uh, as a 19-year-old on uh, projects, uh, Pro- uh, Project Blue Book. Uh, How'd you get that job as a 19-year-old with, you know, wet behind the ears, fresh yeah. out of school? Yeah, because you're, like, fre- yeah, you're fresh, son. you're vulnerable, and you can be uh, molded, manipulated. Molded yeah. and manipulated yeah. into um, a CIA in- operative. Yeah, well, that's it, you know what I mean? He, you went off and son. He said Perfect. about, he, he, they used to discuss uh, in the office about uh, 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 UFOs, um, what would happen, what reports, and actually no reports come from the Pentagon at all, um, and uh, which should have been. That's where the reports should have been coming from, and it wasn't, it seems to have been them reports were going to uh, uh, moon dust. Um, right, okay. But he even he even specified about um, you know at Roswell where they brought out supposedly a a bar and it had like symbols on it and stuff like that. There's a lot of these artifacts with sort of um, symbol symbols and hieroglyphs on. Yeah. I mean that kind of lends to the um, Egyptian sort of um, theories. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That you know they were here previous and that's where we've got that sort of we, culture from shouldn't we really because we've looked at it for so long shouldn't we be looking outside the box of that kind of uh what meaning 
So look at it. At yeah, I mean, but we're linguistics studying, like reading hieroglyphs and stuff. But I mean, yeah. it's it, it's strange because I mean, it it's all about interpretation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah. we may be interpreting it in one way, which makes sense, but yeah. maybe there's another meaning behind it. So uh, yeah, totally. I don't know. Totally. Um, I found General Nathan Twill. Is it twinning? Twinning. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. General Nathan Twinning served as chief of staff to the United Air Force between 1953 and 1957. Um, as a chairman and joint chief of staff between 1957 and 1960. Ooh. Highly distinguished officer. Yeah. Twilling rose through the ranks and um, basically became um, from a low private four-star general hmm. um, to secretary of defense. Nice. Yeah, so to the president himself. So, um, he basically said in a secret letter to the Air Force uh, back in 1947 um, that um, flying saucers were real and not visionary of fiction. Um, So, he said that they were metallic light reflective surfaces. They were circular um, um, in shape, flat bottoms and tops with a bit of a dome. And um, he said uh, they were well-kept flight in formation. And, um, you know, they went varied from three to nine objects. So this is another sighting by a general yeah. who's, you know, like actually wrote a, a secret letter to inform certain other military officials Members, that, yeah. that he's seen something that he can't explain. Yeah. you got to write it down. So when the Pentagon release, you know, their, you know, their report... Yeah. On all this stuff. It makes me laugh because, you know, obviously if they, they, inclu- in it. they don't they don't include all these secret letters and actual sightings from military officials who have oh, like yeah. seen it in detail and able to describe it. Yeah. yeah and do. Yeah, because you've got to you've got to actually go and uh do your homework and actually go to them and go, right, Freedom of Information Act, bang, I want this, I know you've got it, give it me. But then, like, like uh, a part of um, Project Moondust, um, they actually, did it, some guy was looking for it for ages, um, which we'll talk in a couple of weeks about, um, and they actually burnt it. They, they burnt it near enough the day he wanted it. Deliberately. Right, okay. Uh, supposedly. Well, I've, well got, I've got this last one uh, for um, in terms of, you know, people. Yeah. Finding out bits and pieces. Well, I'll I'll do this one and then you can finish us off. Yeah. So in December 2017, the New York Times broke a dramatic story um, that the American government had been operating a secret UFO study program between 2008 and 2012 uh, called the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program or the AATIP. Yeah. Um, Which it, wasn't supposed to be on. It cost $22 million yeah. as a Pentagon project, which, according to the Times, continued um, quietly to this day. Yeah. yeah so nice. that's going on in the background, um, where the aircrafts apparently, you know, unearthly in origin, mm. are uh, tracked and, um, you know, looked at as a potential threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, so, you know, that's quite interesting. I mean, that came out, um, and I think it was, um, is it Alonzo? um, Oh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Uh, the filmmaker. Um, uh, Louis um, yeah, Louis Alonso. Yeah, that's the fellow. Yeah, that's it. So um, the man um, who helped 
Um, headed the Pentagon UFO program, Luis Alonso told journalists that the aircraft or UAPs um, or unidentified aerial phenomena were performing um, magnificent uh, feats, yeah. um, flying around, basically defying the laws of physics. Uh, more shockingly, Alonso revealed that the Pentagon had been revealing, um, had been recovering bizarre metal alloys Ooh. from alleged craft U- um, crashed UFOs. Yeah, apparently uh, the stealth, uh, stealth fighter is a uh, part of it, and I also um, found out that um, the uh, RS uh, uh, seventy one Blackbird, which was a spy plane. Um, the the engines were possibly a part of a UFO as well. Well, his actual quote was, um, we've identified some very, very interesting anonymous types of aircrafts. Let's call them aircrafts. Uh, things don't have any obvious flight surfaces. Uh, the obvious forms of, of you know, propulsion yeah. that we, we have today. Yeah, no wings um, or The like heavy those. G-forces of hu- um, for humans, um, but look like you know anything biological would have problems in it obviously but yeah um he says that they defy the laws of aerodynamics yeah yeah and he's he's an expert on uh, so there that you kind go things um so who else did you find in terms of uh well i found uh which i i found some interesting things on this actually a guy called uh dom phillips now um when he left school about 1920, he went and worked for Lockheed Martin. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Um, so uh, after a while, he Lockheed. was... He, he worked there from, what was it, 61 to 62, and ended up after uh, a year working there um, as an engineer um, to work at Skunk Works, which is the development part of um, Lockheed. So he was building UFOs then? Yes, yeah, so he was a part of the uh, the military complex of, um, you know, you, you build that and that. And apparently his baby was the uh, the SR-71. He, he was the actual one who built the engines for it. And right, he specifies okay. that he, he, uh, they could have been um, uh, uh, alien um, technology involved in it. Obviously, it's classified um, because it's still run up and running. Um but also, he he claims that a company called Light City Technologies, um, a developing uh, when the de- a development happens, it goes to this company, and this company decides and makes uh, if it comes in to you know. Uh, so they decide human. whether it goes into the mainstream yeah, and yeah. Um, available for consumer level market. Yeah, yeah, and it's under uh, extreme uh, secret um, acts. Yeah, because apparently, like these, you know, they're so far in advance, like in terms yeah. of technology, aren't they? And it's well, like we, we, you know, when you know we get the new, new anything. Yeah, it's always like yeah, well, we had like that twenty years ago. Another Lockheed Martin uh, CEO, in fact, uh, Bill uh, Bill Rich. They just put it in a yeah. nicer plastic case. It's essentially the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And he says we're at least four hundred years in advance. We've got all that technology. It's just a case of uh, bringing it out and those who have the power of letting it out and not, uh, uh, obviously, the ones who uh, are controlling Controlling it. it. Yeah, I suppose that's it. I mean, it's like if um, they were um, meetings with alien species and they had technology, you couldn't just drop that and say, oh, look what we've just discovered. It, it, yeah. You'd need to kind of 
um, have reasoning behind it where it's like, well, if we backtrack it and, you know, like reverse engineer it, yeah. we can say, we've just made a discovery, which potentially could lead to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then you know what the outcome's going to be because you've just reverse engineered it. But then over a period of 10 years, you can sell individual components yeah, 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 you know yeah. people integrate it into their technologies you know and um, you know it becomes a thing and whether you know you firstly you come out with a a, a a piece of technology that it's brand new now you got to remember in terms of invention nowadays it's like components have patents yeah so if you wanted to build something it's like it's not as easy it's as it not as be. easy yeah. as it used to unless be you're in China. unless you unless you make physical components yourself yeah but yeah. still you'd be copying you'd still be destroying well, the copyright exactly you'd still need to come up with a new way of doing it yourself is what i'm getting at yeah. and it's like you know so each even a nut and a bolt yeah. might have a patent which means that you know you own somebody owns part of your yeah, you owe a couple invention of yeah. or whatever yeah so oh, it's yeah, like yeah. there's always something like that going yeah. on so well, in terms of but in terms of kind of like in this situation, get handed down technology from that an alien race, say, mm. you reverse engineer it, yeah. you, sh you, you start doing that, you patent individual components. Well, you have to before you get yeah, caught exactly, out, you know yeah. what I mean? And he'd, he'd seen, he'd been out a couple of times actually onto uh, uh, Groom Lake, uh, Area 51, and he'd said like, he'd spotted these like, uh, lights in the sky and the, the, the like they were doing like 4,000 miles an hour and then straight turn and he was actual uh, test pilot as well for the uh, new planes and stuff that come out and right. he, he ended up uh, contacting his mate who, well this is it though because a lot of test pilots end up ended up becoming astronauts because yeah, you know right. the, you know who else are you going to get to do it yeah, at the end the of the day of the you best, want the best of the best yeah. reflexes and kind of uh, physical punishment knows if something goes wrong G-force. he knows how to deal with them exactly yeah they're trained for the exactly yeah. that really aren't they test yeah. pilots so yeah. you know but like he contacted his mate who was up in the uh, radar tower and he goes like he he couldn't believe the things he was seeing in his, in on his screen, and he he had to report it himself. But then it went like obviously ush ush, and then you know the threats come out like you can't say shit. If you do, we're gonna do you. We're gonna do your family. Well, Neil Armstrong's like made cryptic comments um, several several times. So's Buzz, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but then and he's backtracked. Yeah, but I mean, it's well, almost like places. you know, like um, you know, um, Cooper said, yeah, everybody's yeah. kind of every astronaut is you know, in that position where you know what you've seen and you know what's out there, yeah, but you I'll... can't really say anything because of the web of lies that have been constructed over the years. Oh, yeah. I think you know, out of all the astronauts that have come out and said anything, which there is more than half of them, um, uh, you'll find that Cooper uh, has always um, uh, it stood true. He's always like, come well, and he said, did. Bam, yeah, yeah, there he did. we go. Um, well, uh, then we got, uh, I've got one more. Oh, go for it, yeah. Yeah, I've got, uh, it, in fact, it goes back to one of our uh, earlier um, uh, uh, episodes, in fact. Uh, Lawrence uh, Warren, who was a security guard at uh, uh, Bentwater. Do you remember where Bentwater was? Bentwater? Yeah. Um, Suffolk 19. Yeah, I was going to say he was in the UK, yeah. Um, yeah, this was um, uh, the Rendlesham Forest incident. Well, okay. he was at the other airbase uh, at the time and on patrol. And uh, he's, he's an eyewitness and he, he, he's 
gives quite a lot of details on what actually didn't he? Wasn't on. he the chap who went over and touched it? No, he was actually security guard at the other base, which was six miles away. Because uh, ah, right. So he just he night, saw yeah. the uh, craft in the air and yeah. in motion, sort of thing. The right, second okay. night there was a massive one and a couple of small ones, and basically uh, soldiers from both bases were uh, coming in, and they were actually under under these uh, ships. Uh, or items, whatever you want to call them. Um, but yeah, uh, that, he's a real good uh, witness as well. He's got yeah, some. Well, uh, I think you'll agree that there's plenty of the um, yeah, plenty of a, them. Yeah. And like I said earlier, it means for for a lot of people in like positions of authority and you know credible career and stuff like yeah. that. Why you would know, you throw it? Why away? would you kind of put you know potentially become a laughing stock? You know, I'm friends with family. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, I think in terms of kind of proof and disclosure, yeah. it says a lot more than the uh, CIA um, FBI document that came out recently. Yeah. Um, that was kind of a bit jokey, wasn't yeah. it? I would love to see a like actual... like a Project Blue Book. Again. I'd love to see the actual, um, you know, report. Yeah, to uh, be honest, you, you want to read the whole report. I think you can download it. No, no, we've got the report. If you want to check out the yeah. C, uh, the uh, the CIA report that came out, it oh, is no, actually well. available to download on our website at neverstraightanswer.co.uk. Big words, no substance. All right, talk. Yeah, basically. All basically, talk, no trousers. Still the same thing. They're not admitting that they know it's UFA. It's well, if thing. you've got anything to add, if you um, if you know of another case yeah. um, of a, um, a high-ranking military official, oh, government official MP. If you're one yourself and you wish to... Yeah, uh, get in touch. Uh, yeah, we'd yeah, love to, we'd uh, love to uh, have a chat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, definitely. I've, I think there's plenty of them about. I mean, we've covered mm-hmm. a few of our kind of, like, top picks and yeah. i think like when it comes down to presidents astronauts you know air um you know you um air force you yeah, can't CIA, really you can't yeah. really got I me mean, we have cia you proper full of lies aren't they though well you can, yeah that's it. i wouldn't that's trust the cia the, guy definitely the free the astronauts place that you wouldn't trust yeah Be so the first ones. well there you go um would love to hear your feedback and comments okay. and su- suggestions about that yeah, please do. um so drop us a, a comment um, yeah, we've got a featured podcast this week. We have indeed a uh, promo, in fact. Uh, Cause of Death. Wow. Oh. Cause of Death explores past pandemics, ah. epidemics, and breakouts, outbreaks, even. Uh, the podcast will discuss infections, diseases, and social disease, uh, social dis- um, disease, disease. Um, and how the see. how we all reacted to them. It's, yeah. uh, it looks at the history as well, and yeah. obviously, I, I think it does help going yeah, forward, uh, yeah, doesn't yeah, it, definitely. as well? Yeah. It's not suitable for children under the age of 13. Right, okay. Um, but check them out. We've got yeah. a promo for you right now. Hello, and welcome to Cause of Death. My name is Jackie Moranti. I've been studying infectious disease for 14 years in various research settings. I have a Bachelor's of Science from Colorado State University in Microbiology, Immunology, and Virology. I've worked with diseases like tuberculosis, SARS-1, and SARS-CoV-2, better known as COVID-19, and I've worked with EHV-1. It's my feeling that if we look back at the pandemics of the past, we may be able to better handle the pandemics of the future. The problem is, we have to learn our lessons first. Come along with me while I tell you about the pandemics, the epidemics, and the outbreaks, and how we never seem to learn our lesson. 
Well, thanks, guys, for sending in your promo. Um, you can, too. You can. If you want to get involved and uh, send us your promo, you could be featured on the show. Be like these guys. Be, be like these guys yeah. did. Send us your send us your promo to neverstraightanswer at gmail.com and we could play it on the show. Can well, there you go. Do. Well, coming up, what have we got? We've got the news. Well, without further ado... It's the news. <laughs> it is indeed the news, and as always, we've scoured the World Wide Web and and fun and, and funny papers. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of funny find, papers out there to find <laughs> the the most exciting news going on. Yes, in so the world today. Truthful. And I don't think we're disappointed. No, 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 you won't be. Um, we'll start off with this one. You know all this stuff with climate change and you know being eco-friendly. Oh yeah, a lot of governments putting in a lot of money. Do you know, to kind yeah. of do clean-up acts, trying to clean up their acts. Yeah. Denmark. Oh, yeah. yeah. They should be really This is a story clean, off Vice. Uh, Denmark, you'd think that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Right, well, they spent, I mean, fair play, they put the money in, 150k. Oh, nice. Yeah, to clean up the beaches, Spare right? Enough if it's got the right Wanted to get rid of seaweed and plastics, right? Well, keep the seaweed, get rid of the plastics. What do you think they did with it? Took it to a recycling centre, maybe a landfill or yeah. something. Worse. Worse? Yeah. What yeah. did they do? They dumped it back in the ocean. Ah, oh, fuck off. No, seriously. Seriously? Yeah. It's, Why um, the, the, fuck? the um Denmark have be, have come under fire after reports of um, it spending $150,000 um, a year. A year? Yeah, on, bull, on basically bulldozers that remove seaweed and plastic from the beaches, the only f- to dump it back in the sea. According to the Danish um, national broadcaster Denmark Radio, uh, the bulldozers can be found driving up and down um, the beaches um, in the um, I can't say it the municipality right twice a week during the summer months, and um, there's been videos released of the bulldozer driving a few yards into the water before dumping its contents in the sea. Well, I'll tell you what, they're uh, earning their money, aren't they? Because they're shoving it out uh, to bring it back in so the next day they can carry on doing it. And wouldn't it be cheaper if they got, instead of bulldozers, maybe people go and pick it out? Yeah, yeah, hire people to do that as yeah. a job. I mean, I'm sure there's some beach people who love the beach. Yeah, who, exactly. Who do, do it anyway. And it won't cost 150 grand a year. You know, the environmentalists, you, you know, give them a wage and get them out picking up the, you, you know, they're doing some, a job that they, you know, they can be proud yeah. of. well, you know what the punishment should be? What? For one year, everyone in the world drops a rubbish in there. What, on Denmark? But on Denmark, right, now fucking Hey, move guys. It. Yeah. Yeah. You're not playing nice. Yeah, you know, you got to play with the rules, you know. Just don't play with the uh, the big oil companies and the gas companies I mean, the seaweed, you know, is one thing. But, I mean, p- plastics, yeah. I mean, you know what the crap's like at the minute. Yeah, exactly. Seaweed, that's handy. You can actually use it for food and stuff nowadays, you know well, what I mean? Well, the thing is, seaweed's probably, you know, they probably use that in those Beyond Burgers and stuff like that, you know, yeah, plant-based, yeah. you know, meats. Or plant-based stuff. Yeah, the way you know, things are going stuff on. you get in supermarkets yeah. these days. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. If you've tried one of them stuff, and they yeah. actually taste like what, you know... I just don't understand why people get vegetarian options that look like meat. Yeah, because it, it, it's yeah. like you know, uh, yeah. oh, I don't like meat. I don't like the look of meat. Don't like the texture of meat. It's but carrot, you know, I'll so get me tofu shaped inside like yeah, a chicken drumstick. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or a but sausage. It's the visual thing, isn't it? Is that it's, it's the visual Great. and colour. Yeah, I mean, to no, I find that a burger, a burger looks nice as a 
burger. Yeah, but they, I must admit, vegetarian burgers don't Off look topic nice. Slightly, oh, but, smell know. nice. To no, be well, I've seen them in the supermarket, and yeah. I had to have a look. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, our flora because it's made from uh, plants than it is from uh, uh, cows or anything like that. Okay, which is another alternative uh, to using an animal. Well, yeah, there's plenty, isn't there? I mean, yeah. people have always used, like, you know, margarines or whatever, sunflower spreads or whatever, yeah. but or even um, olive yeah. olive yeah, oil yeah. spreads and stuff. Yeah. So there are, they have been kind of like, um, for that type of thing, there's been alternatives for ages, and that was more to do with, like, cholesterol and, yeah, like, you know, true. health issues yeah. and health yeah. um, benefits. Yeah. Not so much sustainability and less using of um you know like animal, animal products, products yeah do you know and i think that's caught up now but yeah, yeah, i yeah, think yeah, the yeah. initial reasoning behind that was more to do with our health rather than anything else well yeah uh true talking about i mean talking about make you know stuff you're eating yeah yeah i found this story i mean this is this is gross yeah right Tapeworm found in a man's brain years after he ate feces-tainted food. So, again, knowing where your food comes from... Oh, yeah. Never eat them nuts on the bar. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, the fact that it was in his brain. Um, This is um, a fella from Massachusetts. Um, He was a 38-year-old man. Um, He fell off his bed... And um, started having a seizure at 4 a.m. Oh, um, when he it woke his wife up, um, they found her, okay. the wife found her husband on the floor yeah. shaking and uh, speaking a bit of gibberish. Um, oh. He was rushed to the hospital, where the doctors um, said that you know after basically being under scans and stuff like That's that, the um, they did a few tests and they found that he had a tapeworm in his brain. Whoa, that's... Uh, Must have been a big one as well. I mean, I don't well, yeah, know how grows, big it was because, you know, like you do get... Well, here we are. Uh, how did it get from the gut to the brain? Yeah, because 11% of people in the UK have a tapeworm and don't even know about it. Really? That makes them more popular yeah. than dogs. That's handy. <laughs> <laughs> really? There yeah, you go. Does, yeah, yeah, there you go. There's a statistic for you. There you go, yeah. So have you seen anything in the news this week that you thought was, uh, you know, I have, newsworthy? I, I, I thought, uh, well, we were on about the uh, environment and uh, weird things. COP26, it's uh, finished. But um, Camilla, Prince Charles's uh, missus, uh, she was I was going to say a bit on the side then, but, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. that was a long time ago. Um, allegedly. Um, uh, yeah, she'd, uh, she's been uh, talking about uh, President Biden uh, very much so uh, the last what, couple like of he, days. Like he's a really nice chap? Oh, no, 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 no. About how he stood nearer. Uh, oh, did he to try and side. cop a feel? Oh, no, no, no. He stood right nearer, moved his hip a little bit, and she thought, oh, he was just, you know, trying to get comfy. Yeah. And he let her rip her out. Really? A, ri- a stinky one and a noisy fucker, apparently. Biden let one rip in yeah. front of Camilla. Yeah, and she, every person she no, went and talked break, to, she was news. telling him. And it was like, oh, my days. So he is human, then. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is it. I'd expect that sort of nonsense from Trump, but I wouldn't expect that from well, Biden. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? I thought he was a, you know, he is a Texan. Well, yeah, he's also a bit of a numpty, I'm finding, at the moment. Uh, well, since he's been in presidency before, uh, before Andy was a nice fella, but since he's been on the job, I think he's fucking up America and America in deep oh, shit. I think he was I mean? already uh, having problems. I mean, it's like, you know, 
it, it's inheritance as well. You've got to think that you know when you get into office, well, there's that um, inheritance of other pe- other policies that were put in before you, and you yeah, know, cabinet shifts around. But, and it takes a bit of time to get. Yeah, but he sorted all that out because the first year he was in, uh, he, less than a year. I think you were talking about three months. It's only been he in a year and a bit. All the policies that uh, Trump brought in and uh, that he could and changed all the people who were there who Trump got rid of, come back. Fair enough. So he's back on his own platform, but his platform obviously isn't working right for him at the minute. And like Trump, uh, Trump's bringing out yeah. his own social media, isn't he? He is, yeah. I can't, well, I can't wait. The one-sided first. Trump-centric, well, nah. listen to me or else. Well, nah, nah. I, I, I listen to his opinions. Sometimes he's a bit of a numpty. Uh, sometimes he, he actually talks sense, you know what I mean? And he actually... He, he, I think he's uh, more hearted on doing it for the people and his pocket before you say it. Yeah, obviously, because if you're in power. No. You so say, every no. person who's been in power, I don't even care who you... Who I know you, they, they do. do. Yeah, but you shouldn't be going into it for that reason. I think, no, the, yeah. I mean, like, look at what's going on in the UK totally. at the moment, right? Yeah. We're under this conservative government who uh, are just yeah. content with lying in their own pockets. Yeah. Yeah. We're not corrupt. It's, it's like, um, you know, there's been reports, literally every time I've looked in the news this yeah. week, it's been... MPs being that. accused of yeah. this, that, and the other, yeah. and it's generally um, taking, help taking money for for one reason or another. Yeah. There was reports of MPs um, taking money from the gambling, um, you know, community uh, in terms yeah. of companies. Yeah, um, because basically there's um, a, a new legislation on gambling in the UK, mm-hmm. and it's got to go in front of the MPs to kind of vote on it whether they're going to just yeah. keep the laws the same as they are or strict to make them a bit more strict. So because there is a problem, because, yeah. I mean, even... I mean, there's a fucking, like, a bookies literally on most high streets Yeah, now, yeah. Where there used to be a Woolworths. Do you know there's you a know? lot in Africa as well? In terms of, like, shops closing down on your high street... Yeah. Bucky's don't seem to be affected. They seem to be opening you know, more. They're and opening more. Richest woman in uh, England uh, was uh, one, I think, from 369, is it, or 365? I don't know. She owned that. I think it was 200 billion or something like that. Well, they've she been accused major. of, I mean, they've been accused of um, offering MPs sort of like um, entertainment sort of packages, so like tickets to Wimbledon or, yeah, you know. to lobby for their company. Uh, to lobby for their, for their cause. Yeah. But that, to me, is immoral. You're taking yeah. bribes, basically, to to line your pocket yeah. to get to fa- up to thousands of pounds worth of like you know hospitality yeah. um, experiences, oh, yeah. and you know then going into um, the Houses of Parliament and saying, "Oh yeah, I agree with this. I yeah. think we should keep it the way it is." Do you know, like not the fact that people, uh, you know. We can put in mo- the spending the money in these bookies, yeah. you know, and need help in some instances. Um, you know, they'd rather let that continue and have these, like, you know, um, you know, gambling companies yeah. thrive and make make, make make more money for them as yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and it, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, another story about um, an MP during COVID, yeah, who. Oh, was yeah. uh, he was paid to go into um, uh, go to another country and do some consulting work? Yeah, but then skyped into the Houses of Parliament to um, sign off a, or do you know like cast a vote 
oh, in, yeah. in, in a in a bill. And yeah, it was an important but, bill. And they said that he they couldn't point to a law that he was breaking, and he was like in a bit of a grey area. Yeah, but this is the point. Yeah, these fucking MPs know where all the grey areas yeah. are. Yeah, totally. and they operate within the confines where they go. The oh well, we wasn't breaking the law. We thought we were okay to do this. We're morals. all right to have a second home. We definitely or take morals. a consulting job whilst yeah. being paid to be an MP. Yeah, or whatever taking bribes yeah, is, yeah, is a fucking that's what it is and, and, and even an is, MP a new MP come out and said that that uh, uh, as soon as she got in there there was a queue of uh, companies coming in and going oh well uh, we got you some tickets for this we got you some this and she goes I refused every single one of them but then when I looked around near enough every other MP accepted yeah, gift. yeah, and that makes you wonder what else they're taking yeah, in order to pass bills yeah. just to line their pockets, and it's a fucking piss take. It you know, totally where these people work for us, not the other way around. They get a luxury lifestyle where they can take 20 quid out of your universal credit. Yeah. Yeah, because to them, 20 quid's nothing. Yeah, yeah. but to a, a common family or like a normal everyday family it's who relies on that yeah. 20 quid a week. Yeah. Then you know it's it's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, and that's this is it. They shopping. don't understand the difference. They're so out of touch, and it's it just awesome. does seem that when we do have a conservative government in this country, there's riots in the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it and it seems to be a pattern. And you know, at the end of the day, they're all fucking idiots. We need to change this system. Well, because the way that it's operated for the, the, so many years now. Yeah. It just means that the same people and the same types of people are up for the job. And yeah. when we're elected, the choices between that guy and that guy, and they're both basically the same person. Which they have been for God knows how many fucking then, generations. Then what choice do we have yeah. other than to say, well, do you know what? We don't want either of them yeah. or we don't want any of these guys. Yeah. yeah, we want a new system. Yeah, oh, totally. And I think it it, it, it should start with uh, the council. Well, they're not working first. for us, are they? They're basically working, working to line their own pockets. Yeah. And, you know, when it Helping comes the to mates. the, you know, the, the people um, who... Fuck that for the next Who's supposed to be, you know, the well, the people who uh, who reside here. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not they're not helping us out. Oh, anyway. Totally. And I think it should be down to the uh, council members first because uh, the MP for the council... Um, when he gets voted in, then he can make his own decision within Parliament instead of listening to uh, what the majority in their area is saying about this. Uh, well, what uh, I think item. is, if firstly, if you're going to take the job as an MP, yeah, that's your job. Yeah, you can't yeah. go off. Yeah, do, yeah. Do, do totally. Doing, you know, foreigners, job. doing foreigners yeah, and backhanders. Is, yeah, yeah. Isn't getting paid. God early. knows how much you're getting paid for it, but I mean, I can guarantee you, you're not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, so totally. Let's, well, uh, talking let's about go on. Uh, MPs and that, um, I was talking oh, to you about to? Uh, 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 this. Just proves how much uh, corruption in uh, like the uh, councils and that, are, uh, because there was a, a council Morris, who I've been watching for years, but even before he was a councillor. He was looking into stuff. He just stalked him. He was just like, before he was a councillor, he was a nobody. He was well, just like a, a was, greengrocer. I, I was actually watching someone else who was giving me information, and then he basically come up with he, he he'd been voted in as councillor. And what his plan is is to go into the council and get it done properly. You know, put everything in order. Now, while he's been doing it, 
there's been like uh, there's one council uh, council member who's actually uh, not turned up to any of the council meetings. Yeah. If he doesn't do that for I think six months, he's got he 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 gets sacked basically. He gets there, signs a register and fucks off. And they're not doing. They're not do. They're not following the rules that they should be following. Well, basically. this is the thing because and they, they, they have these the these grey areas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They have like, um, well, I can turn up and just sign the thing. Says I was there. Yeah. Yeah, and then I swan off to EMPs the other job. used to do it all the time for Europe. Loads of them used to go there, sign the book. Even the mates would sign the book for them, get three hundred and fifty quid, and then fuck off. You see, this is this is the thing. It's immoral, and um, you it know, is. it's you can't be kind of well, running it's not the, the law. Like that's that. a thing. And this is how, like, you know, um, a lot of these crazy fucking laws get implemented yeah. oh, because, yeah. or you know. Things that, you know, kind of um, push the country back. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. um, get pushed in. And when you've got um, our leaders, you know, Showing you know, taking, saying, oh, you know, we, we want to build a hospital, for instance, and these, they've got like a couple of companies, you know, putting in their quotes for how much they can do it for. But there's one there who, you know, the, the mates with. Yeah, who who's going to give him a bit of a, a kickback as well? Yeah, most you know, of the MPs that's the one they're the going to go bench. with. Yeah, are in on the NHS on companies on private companies coming in. That I can oh, see course. the yeah, NHS yeah, yeah. being destroyed over this uh, uh, pandemic, and uh, and they're going to because they have been slowly privatising it. Because when Labour was in, it was six percent. Now it's up about uh, fifteen to thirty percent. And it's only going to take a little bit longer for him to do that. But this Councillor Morris, he was put on the news. I'd, I'd seen uh, Gogglebox, actually, and it was showing about uh, him. And the way they portrayed it was totally out of uh, uh, out of what it was actually out about. Of yeah. Out of character and out of context. Yeah, I mean, even he, he was assaulted, and I watched it the other day. He was assaulted by, actually, one of the councillor's uh, um, uh, husbands. Um, and that hasn't been brought up or anything like that. What was the reasons behind that? Because he he kept going to he, basically he kept he was doing it in order. You know, this is the way you should do it. Right, this is the way. So you should So basically, he was turning around to him and calling him out on yeah, on, on things that they and were doing. And that's what he was putting there to area. do. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, the people around this area. That's what they uh, wanted him to do, and so he's doing it. But the way they're portraying him on the news to actually. The uh, specific information of actually what's going on was totally switched, and this just showed me even more how much the news is being so corrupt and so one-sided. Well, it shouldn't be. Well, we're not us. Not we're, us. We'll no, go, we'll go into a bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I found this story. Time. We'll get off the politics for a bit. Yeah. Anyway. I, think I found so. this story yeah. um, in archaeology. All right, um, and it's um, a, it's a discovery of the century, really. I think everyone's going to want one of these. Um, <laughs> yeah. Discovered an ancient hangover prevention ring. Oh, all right. Murder okay. mood rings and stuff like I've that. Got one. Well, this is a this is a hangover ring. Ah, you know, most people use raw egg whites and bloody marys and all that yeah. stuff as hangover oh, cures. Hair the dog. But this archaeological dig in Israel has discovered um, what they claim to be. The solution to hangovers. What? So everyone's got to queue up and lick this ring. It's a golden purple amethyst ring. Right. And they say that um, it was um, used for 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 as a hangover cure. So get some amethyst and uh, to put prevent it in a ring. the ill effects of drinking too much alcohol. You know how to stop that. 
Go on. Don't drink as much. I know, yeah, just moderate. <laughs> yeah, save your money, you know. See, it's a binge drinking's been a problem since uh, yeah, since uh, back in the day. Well, yeah. Uh, the ring was found about 150 metres or 400, uh, 492 feet away from the remains of a warehouse containing amethysts. Ah. Um, the type of, in a, in a type of jar, like st- what usually stored wine. Right. So okay. Maybe, so maybe the ring was dropped in the in the vat while it did contain wine, and yeah. it just basically evaporated, and the the ring yeah, was kept left. the ring there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a possibility. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, like I say, um, I don't know how how they think it's gonna um, remedy a hangover, but I mean, it by like, accident. Or somebody's uh, somebody knows. Someone's been sucking on it like a sweetie. Well, so suppose the person who wore the ring wanted to avoid intoxication due to uh, drinking a lot of wine. Uh, yeah, well, they, they, if they've dropped it in the ba- in the barrel, then well, that, yeah, they've that had a lot says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah, reckon? The only way you get it is to drink it all. <laughs> do you think an amethyst and gold ring would actually cure a hangover if you've got one and no. you never get a hangover? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of it, but you know, anything, any kind of thing happens these days. Talking about a hangover. Oh yeah. Oh mate, you know the blue screen of death on Windows. Yeah. Well, it went like it went not blue for a while, didn't it? In Windows oh, 10, it was yeah, like um, did, you got yeah. a black screen of death instead. Yeah, he didn't want. Well, that. the the blue screen's back. Wee! I mean, it's nothing to be excited about because <laughs> if you see it, it means your computer's fucked. Yeah, we get a new computer. Nah, it's not fucked. It just needs rebooting. But well, you know, yeah. I mean, but it is quite yeah. nice. To, do you know what I love? Mm. Do you know when you see billboards in the street, like, but they're all computer, um, you know, interface now, aren't they? So it's like you know, yeah. you've got these billboards on highways and on. Um, main dual carriageways and yeah. stuff like that and if it's computer programmed and their computer's crashed oh yeah yeah I've seen it loads of times where you're going past and it's got the blue screen of death Has on it? a billboard and it's I like I have seen that ha, ha, ha. Oh, <laughs> yeah you look that's... out for it if yeah, you ever see it. one take a photo and send it me because I'd love to see it it makes my day yeah obviously if you're not driving and you are a passenger if you're stuck in a traffic jam uh, and, you yeah. know that's true. That's just like the worst the worst highway ever, that. It's like yeah. your billboard's crashed and there's a traffic jam. Well, talking about computers, have you heard what happened to Google again worldwide? Uh, closing, uh, shutting down for about Yeah, apparently hour. they crashed, didn't they? So, They've been I mean, doing it a lot. Yeah, I know, but I mean, a lot of companies do kind of put up a little, wa- a little message like a day before and say, oh... Just to let you know, yeah, we're doing no sched- scheduled yeah. maintenance. Yeah, they always use the maintenance. but Scheduled f- maintenance to make your experience even better. They're probably adding shit on there to stop uh, the truth from coming out again. More truth filters. Yeah, more truth. Yeah, because I'm hearing truth filter. That, uh, YouTube, I Hashtag. don't know if it's right, but YouTube uh, nearly getting ready to like, you know, you have to pay to uh, watch the fucker. Well, they already have that. But yeah, every, they have literally, a um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Whenever YouTube comes up and it says, do you want to try a free trial of you, no. uh, YouTube Premium? I just go, nah, you're all right. I go, stop fucking sending it, me. I'm I not really don't that want interested. To, to yeah. be honest, I don't think YouTube's got that much premium content that I'd be interested in, to yeah, be honest. No. I mean, I, Amazon I, pushes it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can barely find something on Amazon that I like. Yeah, and there are plenty of other uh, ones out there that you can well, see. Well, this is the thing, but it's all over the there. place now. Yeah. Everything's all fucking... Or like, it's you know. time for uh, someone else to come up with uh, an even genius one that, like, you know, stops all the corruption in there and all that shit and all the dodgy shit coming out and all the truth just comes out. Truth TV yeah. by Trump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> it paid for it. Have you got it anything, paid for it. Anything else? 
Uh, Britney's free. Britney. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I heard last night uh, Britney Spears, she's uh, off her 13-year contract didn't she, with her dad. I thought she already was because she, no. she started posing nude on Instagram, didn't she? No, they took it away from the father about, I think it was about a month ago. They yeah, took it away right. from the father, but she was still under uh, uh, the review because it, it comes under mental health, basically. But um, uh, the bit, uh, people have been fighting for uh, freedom and... Now she can do what she wants now, basically. Fair play to the girl. Yeah. I expect a new album out imminently. Well, she's already she did four under that. Whoa, four what? albums, yeah. Well, I suppose, like, you know, because she Now she's going to get the rewards. She, she refused can to kind of perform at one point, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she did end up doing four albums. She did... Uh, uh, well, like she I said last Vegas time, I mean, when we while. spoke to, spoke about Britney last time, it kind of makes you make sense of the whole shaving head thing because obviously a big part of that was image. Yeah, So, if, yeah. you know... Her dad's controlling her and saying she's got to be here and appear there and do this album oh, and all that. Everything, you it? know, if she just goes and shaves her head and goes, fuck you, dad. Yeah, market this. Yeah, but you're allowed a little mental breakdown every now I don't and think again, it might I mean? not have been a mental breakdown. I That's don't. what I'm saying. I'm thinking it was a big fuck you to a dad and yeah. saying, look, well, what are you going to do now? I've just shaved my head. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Do you know what I mean? Oh. So, well, you know. the girl's free now. She can do what she wants. She can get married. She can, she's actually. Uh, have a baby. Get the money now. She it's can actually get her money back. Life. She's just uh, a couple of days of sorting out uh, all the contracts and that. And she, she, she's loaded again. Well, free girl. Good, good girl, good girl. Good on the judge. Um, I found this story. All right. Um, <laughs> this is brilliant, this. Seven plane crashes in seven days for this pilot. And you're saying it's brilliant? What? Yeah, well, he, ended, on the he ended up at the bottom of Lake Michigan. Oh, what? So this is a guy who survived not one, but fucking seven plane crashes, only My to, bed. you know, when you, when you survive seven plane crashes in a week. Yeah, then, like, I think you need to go back for the test. That, even maybe Specsavers. So this was a licensed pilot, Dennis uh, Collar, um, mm. who was um, the proud owner of a new aircraft. He, um, he called it the Sea Wind 3000. Did call it, yeah. Uh, um, it went from California. He went to California to check out some beautiful aircraft. Then he uh, basically, um, he hadn't been flying for years. Yeah. Um, but he got an aircraft there. Um, obviously, he's gone out. So we didn't and, have to um, re- He's crashed a few times. The first crash. So the first of seven crashes happened when he was attempting to land um, a test flight in California. Um, the landing gear got stuck, and um, he banged the plane up pretty good, but nobody was injured. Good. The second crash, the engine stalled, causing the plane to come down hard beside the runway in New Mexico. Whoa! Not yeah, petrol. right. Um, taking out a sign on the runway, yeah, oh. lights and all sorts. Oh. Um, again, nobody was injured, <laughs> right? But it cost him a movie as well. Crash free. Yeah. Um, we um, we know for sure that this crash took place at the same airport in New Mexico. Oh. Yeah, as crash two. <laughs> However, it's unclear exactly what happened. All <laughs> oh, right. So this one's the one that's this been hidden away. Told you it was good. Yeah. So after leaving New Mexico and beginning um, and being in the air for a couple of hours, he yeah. had more problems when the left wing hinge got stuck. Yeah. What? And the plane started pitching up. Right. Um, it took all of the pilot's strength to control the aircraft. Um, before he had to land it in Nebraska, but it was a pretty rough landing, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Right, right. Oh my! So crash five. So we repair. He made repairs. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
performed pre-flight tests. Yeah, and checks everything <laughs> yeah, before you leave this time, mate. He got up, he was in the air for about 10 minutes. No. Crashed again in Nebraska. What the fuck? So. Didn't someone take his license away from there? Or they all thought, oh, it's a coincidence, this. Well, the, the sixth crash, um, and this is what he said, um, the hydraulic pressure gauged registered zero yeah right so the and the fuel gauge showed that um it was uneven supply um and basically he radioed over to the airport to ask whether he was it whether there was um a spotter on the ground who could like look up and see if he was passing and let him know if he was able if his landing gear was down yeah but he got no response so as he was coming down obviously he didn't have um his instruments working Um, and his nose hit during the landing, oh. and the plane skidded down the runway. That was in Michigan. Ah, yeah. Damn. What is he trying to be a test pilot? Who knows um, what this guy was doing? Area Fifty One. So the the seventh crash happened on the fourth of July, mm. right? So he'd got back up, right? And obviously, since having the the Sea Wind three thousand, he's had like nothing but problems. Yeah. Um, I guess someone else gears, to do it. You know, the flaps weren't working. Yeah. All sorts, right? Well, so UFO picks this one up, or does it hit into a bloody other plane or something? Well, I thought, no, he basically had to do an emergency landing due to the wing flaps not responding again. <laughs> oh, the landing no. gear um, caused the plane to go into a vertical spin. Oh, no. Yeah, and he nosedived into um, Lake Michigan. What the fuck? Well, on the half here, no, he won the lottery, didn't And uh, basically, the, that's where it where it ended up, the bottom of Lake Michigan, the oh. plane. I think that's the best place for it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I think he should hand and in I don't his think license. He did, I don't think he did win the lottery. I think this guy is, like, the worst guy to go flying with. Well, yeah, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't go test flying with him on a boat, never mind, I've been there. I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> even stand next to him. Yeah, he's had really <laughs> bad luck or someone was trying to kill him. So, or was he trying to get into that record? Uh, what, you most know? crashes in a week? Yeah. He definitely won that record, yeah. done that record. Oh, yeah, I would have yeah. thought so. I don't know anyone stupider to do that. So have I you think. got anything else before we get into NASA news? I have. And uh, funny enough, it is about UFOs. Buzzing there you go. Around US air um, uh, warships, sorry. Uh, maybe aliens, according to top spy chief. Uh, why didn't you mention him earlier? It was her, actually. Well, then, why didn't you mention her earlier? I was going to, but you went into summit. Um, but basically... Oh, sorry, it's my fault. Sorry, people. No, 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 it's all right. We can still get into it, son. We can still oh, get, get into, into it. it, son. Uh, right, uh, the director for national intelligence, who um, basically uh, runs 16 US uh, spy agencies, uh, is claiming that... Um, she, uh, on the 27th of June, uh, uh, an event she was claiming before she brought Biden on, that um, that she believes that the uh, that the, there's a threat, there's a threat there, and it's possibly aliens. And she's the first high top member to actually come out and suggest this. And she was even questioned about stuff in space and what she do you goes, mean while she's still in office you yeah, mean? yeah well yeah yeah because no doubt they're going to question her after she comes out of office uh i'd expect at least uh, one or two reporters to ask her but she was asked uh, about um stuff up in space and she goes if i told you um some of the stuff that i know about what's going up in space i'll be fired 
Right, yeah. there so, you go. So there's definitely something going up off in uh, well, space. Well, there is stuff going up well, into space at the minute. Is. And uh, going into NASA news, yeah. uh, SpaceX capsule carrying four astronauts is docked with the International Space Station. Oh, man. Uh, it was it, um, Crew B. Yeah. Dragon Crew B are now up on the space station. Yeah. Um, having a lovely time, I suppose. Good 200 on, miles above the Earth. Um, it basically is in general orbit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, so For that'll now. be up there. So the mission called... Oh, so this is Crew Free. is the right. fourth mission and um, partnership between SpaceX and NASA. Um, they'll be up there for a while, uh, I think, now for a bit. Yeah, but at least six months. whilst they were up there, or, re- well, I suppose while they were up there earlier this week, yeah. um, a chunk of, the chi- uh, of a Chinese satellite <gasps> almost hit the International Space Station. They dodged it. Uh, but the space junk problem's getting a bit worse up there, apparently. I, I said this. We should be yeah. look. We can't be dumping stuff in space. Yeah, uh, and it seems like over the last couple, I'd say over the last two months, there has been nothing but issues to do with the International Space Station. If it isn't that the Russians are leaving there and there's like some that's gone on with uh, uh, the movement of it, and like then you've got like toilets blocked. Or not working. Well, it's and 23 years old. I don't know how long they were expecting it to be up there. Uh, 20, uh, uh, 2030, they reckoned. Uh, but that was it's, its life expectancy. Yeah, but now it looks like it's going to be a 2024 uh, by the okay. looks of things. Well, because of the amount of problems that's uh, happening at the minute. And all it, like you said, satellite, it's that. It's a big fucking station, and it can drop course, a lot yeah. of space. Well, I mean, over the past the twenty-three years, they've had about thirty close encounters with yeah. um, orbital debris. Yeah. So obviously, this does need to be uh, sorted out. You do have a, a, a way of dealing with it if they think the debris going to hit them. They got a little capsule, so they've got like an alert system on there that tells them. Uh, I think it's two hundred and fifty miles beforehand or something like that. Uh, and it tells them, alerts them, and they get in the capsule just in case something happens, then they can just drop out of there and, like, you know, keep themselves nice and safe, hopefully. Nicely, nicely. Yeah. Well, have you heard about Jupiter? I have heard about it. Go on, it's what's a, happening with big Jupiter? Thing, isn't it? It's big, isn't it? It's massive. It's, it's, it's really massive. Well, uh, it's it could be our major saviour again. Because explain, explain because uh, you remember last week I was saying about how they've taken a picture of a big um asteroid uh hitting um the big planet and like you know making a big you know big big, big shot, mess. a big a big part of light. Um, well, apparently it's been hit again, it's been hit constantly since September and October, it has been uh. They're bombarding it. Bombarding With it. what? With uh, meteorites, which is... We are, or they're just nature? Uh, no, it is. Which means if it wasn't there, they would have been coming towards us. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that basically Jupiter's... Uh, uh, so so that's what I'm saying. So, like, just naturally, these uh, these asteroids are zooming about. Yeah, and but if, if, if well, Jupiter weren't in the path... Natural. I don't well, think... Well, where are they coming from? Well, it, I think it could be this... Uh, uh, Big asteroid well, that that's they know natural. that's coming in, hitting other ones that's and nature. pushing. Yeah, or something else has happened out there, or there's been an explosion in another solar system, 
and uh, the the pressure wave has pushed right okay a certain yeah, amount yeah, yeah. you know on our uh, well that kind of that's funny actually because the like obviously that um Amuamua was the first interstellar it could even still object be about that. to come yeah. through our solar system yeah. so it uh, you know from different solar like you yeah. were saying there if it was something like um external p- force pushing in like you know you'd have debris yeah um coming into our solar system but one two years later but one two years later that the other one come in uh, the uh, the second one that come in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's roughly around about the time now that a third one. If if Maybe it's on spot, Who it could knows? be. You never know. Uh, I mean, it's one of these things, isn't it? But well, it, that's quite interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to keep my eye out and see if, um, it, <gasps> if if there's any actual answers. Did you hear about this? Right. Well, we all know about William Shatner going up into space ah, um, on yeah. Blue Origin. Captain uh, but God. one of the guys who went up with him Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was called Glenn D. Vers, oh. a 49-year-old. He was a CEO of um, a big company. Oh, right. Obviously, okay. he had the money to be going up oh, yeah. into space. Rich Jeff, fella. He went to space with William Shatner. He did. He, talking about plane crashes earlier as well, uh, this bas- businessman who was traveling, who traveled space with William Shatner last month has died in a small oh, plane crash in no. New Jersey. Oh, no, man. After a month of doing something like so kind of memorable, I mean, it's yeah. like so kind of strange to, to hear that that was to happen, you know? Yeah, did, is there uh, any inquiries on uh, what's going to be going on? Was it accidental? Was it. Well, like I don't know. I mean, obviously, or? well, he was basically. Um, he was killed along with another person in a New, Jer- in a New Jersey crash, uh, the police have said. Uh, the plane was a single engine um, aircraft. Yeah. Um, and it went down on Thursday in Woodland area in New Hampton, Say in Hampton so. Township, um, in north part of the state. Uh, the Federal Aviation Administration alerted public safety against um, a look for a missing plane in the afternoon. So ah, emergency see. crews found the wreckage about an hour later. Shit, so they're going to sort of be under investigation now then, I should imagine. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, but but the thing is, these CEOs and stuff, you know, they do travel around by private jet and stuff. I mean, it's like, it it does happen a lot. And well, yeah, it was only a couple of years ago that that footballer who uh, was coming over, he got transfer coming over and uh, he dipped into the sea. At yeah, night, I mean, he flew over the night because like, the pilot was a dickhead, basically. If you travel, if that's your mode of travel, I mean, you might, I mean, doesn't that increase your risk? Well, yeah, they say it's uh, safer than driving a car, but yeah, you're not going to drive a car 50,000 well, feet. Uh, you know, at well, the end of the day, a car's not, you know, 100%. Well, and yeah. I mean, you, you get know, scratches you've got to kind and of, you've got to be careful wherever, whatever you're doing, if you're putting, your, putting your life in the hands of technology. Yeah, especially you cyclists. So, um, yeah, there you go. Anything else on the space stuff? No, no. Well, we've got uh, Jeff Bezos as well actually oh, talking right. about um, he predicts oh. that people will be born in space. I mean, of uh, uh, course, course. At I one mean, point or another, I reckon, like you know, we've said this about Mars. Yeah, and like you know, if you know people born on Mars are technically Martians, and you know, do the laws of Earth govern that what goes so, on yeah. on Mars? And I mean. Um, yeah. Jeff Bezos is saying people will be born in space. I, mean, I don't know if he means on his, like, you know, spaceships or, you know, well, uh, space stations or whatever. Well, but I would imagine stations because they're after it, for, aren't they, for 2024 on the moon. Uh, they want to try and get a. Well, a that's not space, space, is it? That's the moon. Yeah, but then you've got an orbiter as well, so you can throw an orbiter uh, and uh, 
transfer to the orbiter to go down to uh, the ground and come back up and you could stay in the orbit to you know uh, look up all the other specimens like the ISS well stuff. he says that people will um, be born in space and visit the earth for vacations yeah yeah if we give them a passport it's like yeah you can't come in <laughs> yeah sorry you, you get out of here you're one of Jeff's lot but we're trying to get rid of the aliens and they keep popping their ass in we can't stop them so who, how are we going to stop them talking about yeah. aliens uh, a donut shaped UFO Oh, was right. spotted over Switzerland. You know what? Swiss always get the donuts. Oh, funny shape. We ones. like the donuts. Yeah, yes, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, on uh, Monday night, the eighth of November, a photographer in Zurich, Sweden, uh, Switzerland, who um, goes by the Twitter handle of, oh, I can't even say that. I'll tell you what, they get some beautiful pictures and uh, down there. Uh, Avic one Avic. Okay. Um, aimed his camera into the sky and snapped uh, several pictures of what is described as a donut UFO. Yeah, that looks well. Looks pretty fucked up. Yeah, it don't look like, like it's got a hole in the middle. It's, got, it's quite blue. Yeah. It's like a neon blue colour. Looks like um, a... And looks like a donut ring. If you throw, if you throw a, pe- uh, a penny in uh, a pe- uh, water and it, you know, vibrates, it's like the first two. What? That's what it looks like. If you threw a penny in water... Yeah. It's flat surface water, yeah, and it ripples. That's what it looks like. Looks like two ripples. Okay. I can see where you're kind of going with that. Yeah. But, uh, More than a donut. Well, I wouldn't eat it. Fair enough. <laughs> I it looked quite tasty. Yeah. Uh, nice picture, but, Yeah, nice picture. Um, if, you know, if you think that that's legit. Donut yeah, I've seen, I've, I have seen ones like that before. Well, I mean, this is it. I mean, what do you think if it was a forgery? You've already kind of come to the conclusion that it looks like a penny in water. So, you yeah. know, um, this this kind of goes into another story. I mean, France. Oh, um, France again. Frenzy sweeps France, apparently. Oh, good. Scientists baffled by a mystery object filmed over multiple cities. Oh, man. I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to have a look at that. So um, the UFO frenzy has um, erupted in France after dozens of witnesses in multiple cities across the country saw the same mysterious glowing object. Could it be the donut? Oh, it could. Yeah, well, it's not that You know, the sighting took place on Tuesday night. Could get there in seconds. This week, uh, witnesses across at least seven different cities uploaded footage of the same bright tic-tac-shaped object. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cylindrical UFO. So it weren't a donut. This was a cylindrical one. Um, you know, fr- French people, they're out there saying it's real. Yeah, well, yeah. And it, there's a lot of them out there at the minute. And um, the sighting left experts baffled. No one's been able to explain what it was. Tell us. Tell us now. We want to know. Do you not think that like this is like, you know, pinnacle now? Uh, UFO sightings is like more than a day it's like an hourly basis at the minute i've still never seen one well i kind of thought i did once because like we were coming over a motorway bridge but it was like saw something in the sky and the person in the car who was with but we both saw it yeah but by the time we saw it it had been vanished behind the building or whatever okay and it was like we both looked at each other we knew we seen something but we didn't see it long enough to actually say what it was you know what it was no, no. It, then it was a UFO. Well, no, no, but it could have been something we could logically explain if yeah. we could have had our eyes on it for longer. Yeah, But yeah. because it was so fleeting, it yeah, was yeah. it was like we both saw it, but it, we couldn't really say for sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, It yeah. could have been a blimp or anything, a number of things, but it was one of them where it was like, what the fuck? Now, that's slightly different to uh, me and my brother uh, seeing some, um, like... 
I think it said to you, didn't I? Like, he was like Jupiter. He was like, he was literally like Jupiter was on the horizon. He saw a planet, a yeah, planet in the, the sky. Yeah, it was the first time I ever seen something like that. And then Do you not on think that could have been Bluebeam? No. No, this was like, it was sort of, it was purplish. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we, we looked up the street, we were gobsmacked. <laughs> Absolutely, God. Way over every, way over Taylor's head. That I'm sure the listeners will agree. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> was it blue beam? No, it was purple. No, yeah, of course it was. Uh, so. But yeah, that was the first one, and then uh, the camping trip when uh, spotted UFO. Right. Uh, yeah. There um, you go, Taylor's personal accounts. Yeah. First well, if you've had a UFO one. encounter, we'd love to yeah. hear from you. Send us your photos. We'll yeah. post them on Instagram. And if you seen what I seen in 1997, I think it was, then yes, definitely send me a photo because I've been trying to find out if anyone else actually seen Where it. Where did you see it? Uh, it was down London. Well, you're going to have to be more specific because somebody Ilford. might be like, well, I was there. Right, so you saw something in Ilford. Ilford, 1997, daytime, roughly about between four and six o'clock. It was definitely not a sun. It was massive. I mean, literally, you look down there. Is this the planet? There. Yeah, it was massive. That's why I say it was If anyone Jupiter. else saw a planet in the sky, get in touch. Yeah, massive planet. It's fucking... Other than that, if you've got any comments, queries, suggestions, or input, you would like to leave us a comment, or, you know, just tell I'm us... i my head. <laughs> tell us about your day, you know. Yeah. We'd yeah. love to hear from you. We would. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the show. It is. Like I say, um, we're available on all podcast platforms. So wherever you get your podcast, we're there. And Just search share. for the Never a Straight Answer podcast and we'll come up. Make sure you subscribe. Yeah, make sure you share. To Tick your the notifications, ring the bells, oh, tell yeah, your mum, your postman, milkman. Yeah, yeah. Next door neighbour, knock on in the middle of the night and go, Oi, have you heard of these? These are all right, these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they might give you a cup of tea. Tell your parole officer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your, uh, your prison cellmate. Anyone who's got headphones, really. Yeah. Or, or access to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. We're there. Well, everywhere. Right. We're, we're fucking dragging this on. <laughs> I know we are. Right. right. Well, if you have got, if you want to email us and um, if you've got a story or you'd like to be on the show as a guest, yeah, email do. us at nevostraightanswer at gmail.com. Yeah. We're available on Twitter at NASA underscore never. And we're on Instagram. I said that, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, we're do. on Instagram. But we never are on there answer. so much, you should say it again. Yeah, tell tell me about it. Yeah. Um. Well, that's it. Um. Yes. Anything else I'm missing? Uh, merch. We got merch. If you want to want to free buy. for a pound, yeah. free for a pound. Oh, yeah, for a pound you could buy us a cup of coffee. Yeah, totally. We love if, a bit of coffee. Exactly. Buy us a coffee. Get over to Patreon. Yeah. Uh, lots of ways to contribute to the show. Yeah. Um. We'll be back for another episode next well, week where yeah. we carry on. Yes. The alien disclosure. Yes. Um, with a bit of a bit of a government project. Yeah, I think the next two are a bit of a project. Exactly. Thank you for everybody who's um, contributed from Patreon. Thank you for all our comments this week. And um, all our listeners. I'm going to be giving. Some, I'm going to bring back shout out soon. Yeah. It's going to be. So it's. I think the episodes have been a bit haphazard recently, but that that'll change. That'll get back to it normal will. soon it will. enough. We're but, sorting out. Thank you for listening this far. Yes. We'll yes. be back next week Enjoy. for another episode. So make sure you subscribe and uh, make sure you stick around and come back for that. And don't forget to put a smile on your face every day. You'll be all right. Well, in yeah, yeah. Shit, shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. But if, it, if you're at the bottom, you can just go up to the top. There's Only nowhere else to go. There you go. Right. Well, that's it for the show. I've yeah. been Gaz. I've been Taylor. 
And we'll catch you next time for another episode of the Never a Straight Answer podcast. Yeah. Peace. Out. Williams. <laughs>